This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out of professional sports gambler Randy McKay talking some NFL. Randy, man, one and two last week, some tough luck losses. I mean, Indianapolis, I mean, turning the ball over multiple times in the red zone in the second half, still with a nine point lead, six point lead, a, a foot to go. But uh, Frank Reich punts the ball and then. Taylor Heineke uh, d- d- delivers with the long drive to steal it at the end. Jacksonville already up 7-0. First and goal at the one. What are you doing, Trevor Lawrence? Throw the damn ball away and take second and goal from the one. He throws an interception. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than that. So 1-2 and two, uh, for the weekend and some tough losses. 14-10 and 10 on the season. What's he going to do, man? I'm waiting for Trevor Lawrence to kind of get out of this funk, man. And also, uh, Peterson, you know, the offensive line for the Jaguars is number one in the league in rushing attempts before contact. Almost three yards an attempt. Use ATN. Lean on him. He's, he's really having a breakout season. He's highly productive. Lean on him a little bit more. Nurture along, your young quarterback. But your thoughts on the tough losses last week? Yeah, it just seemed like Peterson maybe, I don't know what happened there. He just got tired of running the football. I mean, they're running the football well there. And, you know, just Trevor Lawrence just hasn't matured like we thought he should. You know, I wasn't up till the second half of that game. Uh, I didn't catch much of the first half, but I seen the highlights. And, you know, the frustrating turnover, that was that was a bad one. The Colts one is predicted. I figured, uh, you know, they would dominate at home, and they, and they did for most of the game. And, you know, the first half, they gave up one touchdown, which is no big deal. They're, but their defense was dominant, like I predicted. Everything went well. Uh, you know, they had a couple of bad turnovers. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if Ty- Taylor Heineke can go 89 yards on that last drive, I I, I wasn't – I didn't mind the punt. I thought it was okay because his offensive line struggled to get the one yard on the goal line. Right. And pretty much he hit the inside straight, we call him poker, on the way uh, all the way down the field. I mean, they had that bad injury on defense, stopped the clock. Otherwise, they might not even right. have time for the big pass. And uh, that, that game was just rushing. Sometimes they hit the inside straights on you, and you just got to, you know, as a poker player, you just got to adjust. And, and as a sports better, you just got to adjust and go into next week. Speaking of Taylor Heineke, uh, they are hot now. Uh, beating Chicago, all close wins. Uh, beat Chicago uh, by five. Green Bay by two. The Colts, like we talked about, by one. 
Well, they uh, they host a, uh, the 6-1 Minnesota Vikings. They have won five in a row after starting out uh, a 1-1. Only loss at Philadelphia. Nothing to be ashamed of there. Um, they win uh, about 34-26. to They benefited from a fumble punt uh, in, in late in that game that uh, extended that lead for the Minnesota Vikings. They punch it in for a touchdown. The Vikings on the road here at Washington, favored by three and a half. Yeah, and I like the dog here. I'm going to go against, you know, Minnesota. I like what they did getting Hawkinson. And a lot of moves yesterday, and I, th- I thought that was a good trade. Uh, up their offense, but he, of course, he's not going to be ready this week, which should help us on uh, taking the three and a half here with the with the Washington team. You know, you got another situation. You got a dome team playing outside in a situation they usually don't win. And this is really, it's, uh, you know, they did play in Miami when that was against a third stringer. This is really their only away game, even though the London game was considered, but that was on a neutral site. So this is like their second tough road game. They're not generally a very good road team. I like how Washington can control the ball some, take that high offense off the field. You know, Robinson, Gibson, been running the ball well. You know, Heineke's a gunslinger, so I'm a little afraid of turnovers like I was last week, and he made a couple. I mean, he won anyway. And uh, I'm a little afraid there. The Vikings' defense usually isn't as strong on the road without that home crowd. So I think we get some bump there as well. You know, you got a rookie coach again. He hasn't coached many times in this situation. You know, he's done a pretty good job as a rookie coach, you know, in situations he hasn't made any big blunders or big uh, strategy errors. And uh, like I said before, you know, you got to, you know, the Vikings are a very strong home team and a very weak road team. And when you're getting points in this situation, you got to take over three. And, and that's what I did in this case. All right. So Washington plus three and a half at home against Minnesota. And it just uh, it just seems like uh, this team responds uh, to Heineke. I mean, remember, he was uh, very competitive a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Uh, lost by eight uh, when they uh, lost the eventual a Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers and probably the, the closest game that they had uh, in uh, the postseason when they went on to you know, beat the Saints, Green Bay, and also the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, in the Super Bowl. All right, let's go to us uh, uh, NFC West now. First place Seattle Seahawks. They've won three in a row. Geno Smith with a top five passer rating in the league. He's uh, He would be a pro bowler. Uh, if the uh, season were to end uh, at this point, including a 19-9 to win uh, over Arizona. So we talked about the DeAndre Hopkins uh, 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 suspension. Now in two games, he's had 22 catches, 262 yards, and a TD. So Kyler Murray all of a sudden looks a little bit better. You know, you get a guy like A.J. Brown, it makes uh, uh, Jalen Hurts look a little bit better. Get a guy like Tyreek Hilton, makes Tua look a little bit better. So he is certainly happy to have him uh, back his favorite target. He is targeting him 27 times in these two games. Arizona at home is a two-point favorite, Randy. Yeah, and uh, we, uh, of course, jumped on this line a little bit earlier, but uh, still at minus two, still like this. You know, Arizona uh, had an impressive owning a couple weeks ago against the Saints, like we predicted. That worked out well. 
And Seattle's been overperforming in our eyes, in my eyes as well. You know, they look good on offense. They look pretty good on defense lately too. But if you look at the uh, prior line to this, this line was way higher than, and you're getting extremely good line value here with an Arizona team I think might be coming on. I'm still a little suspect of their coach and quarterback. You know, they they make mistakes. Kingsbury, you know, he might be on the chop block if he doesn't get things going here. But uh, this is a spot where I think he will, and I think the team will, against a team that's really overperformed and had some, you know, has some injuries. You know, Lockett and uh, Metcalf both played, but they're a little hobbled out there. And, and of course, uh, and the uh, – Wide receiver there, he made a few errors, but uh, everything came through for him. And uh, I just like uh, how Arizona at home gets a little bump from their crowd usually as well. We talked about that in the Washington game. And I think this is a tough spot for Seattle to go on the road, travel down to the desert there, and get a win. That's why I like the, the value here taking Arizona at the short price. All right, uh, so uh, Arizona and Seattle are one of only two afternoon games. The NFL, who has scheduled release uh, parties, okay? Can they get a little bit more balance in eight early games and two afternoon games? So Randy is going to identify these two games because he wants one eyeball 100% of the time on these two games. We go to the, the, the Rams and Tampa Bay game, well, wild divisional ground game last year where the Rams had a big lead and the Bucks storm back and then Stafford to Cup setting up the game-winning field goal by Gay. So Buccaneers uh, at home, a three-point favor. Both of these teams with losing records. Buccaneers 3-5, and five, Rams 3-4, and four, the uh, last two uh, uh, champions the last couple of years. But the total is at 42.5. That's uh, something you want to talk about, Randy. Yeah, as far as the side goes, that's kind of tough to uh, predict right now, in my opinion. I I favor Tampa Bay to to uh, do a little better going forward, probably than the Rams. But uh, I like the total here. I'm gonna use the kiss method again. Keep it simple, stupid. You know, you got two offensive lines that can't block hardly at all, especially in the run game. Right. Both running games have been anemic, probably two of the worst run games in the league if you looked it up. I mean, they got to be right there. Of course, you got a team like Houston on Thursday night that runs the ball all the time, so that's kind of misleading. But uh, And the cup injury, you know, you just brought up Cooper Cup, the main guy that's been doing it for the Rams offense. How are they going to replace him in this game? And how stupid was it for McVay to leave him in there that late? That was terrible. Situation. I, I just didn't agree with any of that. And now he got injured, you know, great player. Uh, you know, they got a few other pedestrian wide receivers that, you know, Robinson hasn't looked good since he's been over there. How are they going to replace this? Higby's even been banged up at tight end. How are they going to move the ball against a, a, a still a pretty decent, you know, coming off injuries, a few of these guys will be back for Tampa Bay, this Tampa Bay defense. We know at full strength is one of the better defenses I see very little chance for them to even get into the get in the twenties would be tough. Get in the tens might be even tough for this team. And then on the other side, you got Brady's with his offensive line issues, his running game issues. You know, there's a lot to look under. You know, 
they wanted this game in prime time. It's going to maybe be a pretty sleeper-type game like we've seen earlier this season with a few of these games, especially the ones in Denver here. And I see this being a sleeper, and you guys can take a nap during this one. <laughs> we like sleepers, Randy. We like sleepers. I mean, you have, you have delivered when you've gone to the uh, Denver Stadium, man. I mean, you talk about some sleeper unders there, and you you, you mentioned it. Keep it simple, stupid, huh? Uh, the one six and two, uh, Tampa Bay six and two to the under. Uh, the Rams five and two to the under collectively, eleven and four, and you're still getting a decent number at forty two and a half. Uh, inexcusable for McVay. Down 31-14. to 14, They get the ball at their own nine-yard line with 2.24 to go. He's concedes. He hands to Malcolm Brown up the, up the middle, and they go to the two-minute warning. He hands it to Brown again, lets it run down all the way to a minute 20. And then, and then inexplicably, Stafford to Cooper Cup on the right side for a six-yard gain, and he gets hurt. That's just – you can not do – take a knee, man. Go to the house. Um, live to fight. Under, I cannot believe uh, he did that. So, And then he comes back after and does run the clock out with a couple of rushes. Strange. Uh, strange uh, right there for McVay. So maybe he should have taken all that money to be a broadcaster while he was hot. So uh, yeah. the, both of these teams are struggling. You talk about the offensive line and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay not stopping the rush and also having a hard time rushing the football. So Randy's got Carolina and Tampa Bay under 42 and a half. Arizona, Kyler Murray's got his favorite target back, DeAndre Hopkins. Again, uh, 22 catches, 262 in a TD. Monster production immediately. We didn't know what type of shape he would be in and, and all that. He looks uh, just fine. And in Washington, Taylor Heineke plus three and a half against the six and one. Minnesota Vikings. Anything you want to add, Randy? No, I just should another tough week, kind of, you know, with the bye weeks to find a, you know, find a few games this early, you know, and just going to kind of wait late and see the injury reports. Uh, you know, Tennessee KC almost made my, uh, made my play as well, but I'm still waiting on Tannehill. If he's in there, I'd probably like the dog in that situation. You know, Monday night, you guys got a good game there in New Orleans and, uh, you know, if that line gets back up to three, I definitely would probably look at the Saints there, even though uh, Baltimore made the big trade for the linebacker to shore up the defense a little bit. But still, I you know, I still maybe look towards the Saints there. Yeah, I bet Rivers hit is going to two and a half. Uh, so uh, it was at three and a half when it opened at three for a few days. But uh, now that we speak right now, it's at two and a half. So it's interesting with more tickets on Baltimore. So sharper, more respected money uh, coming in on the Saints uh, at home. So we'll see about that. All right, uh, we're ready to go. Again, Randy, 14-10 and 10 on the year. Still a, uh, a nice profit for us. Again, Washington, Arizona, and the Carolina – I'm sorry, the Rams-Tampa Bay game under 42-and-a-half. For Randy McKay, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs> 